You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast with your host, Scott Albrecht and Michael Neal of Service Star Consulting. Today, we talk with Lisa Chitty, VP of Profile Strategies. She's a certified emotional intelligence practitioner with Genos International. And we get to hear from her uh, what emotional intelligence is, why it's important in leadership, and a little bit about the training she's going to conduct for Service Star clients in January. Lisa brings more than 30 years of experience in leadership, employee development, and guiding others to achieve their fullest potential. And we're super excited to have her on today's podcast. This is part one of a two-series podcast with Lisa Chitty, and uh, super excited to have her on today. This is the Credit Union Leadership Podcast with Mike Neal, Executive Director and Founder of Service Star Consulting. Service Star has been helping credit unions grow for over 20 years in three growth areas, leadership development, cultural development, and management development. If you're interested in learning how Service Star can help your credit union, check out servicestarconsulting.com. And we have Lisa Chitty here today. Lisa, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm super excited to have you on the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. How long have you been working with Mike Neal? Well, Profile Strategies, our company has been with Mike Neal since the mid 90s. So many, many years. And I've been a good uh, decade with Mike. So um, we've worked very closely together and really enjoy our uh, relationship and the work we're doing with our credit union partners. So thank you. Yeah, we, 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 we thank you. I remember one of the very first conversations I had uh, when I was getting onboarded for Service Star uh, was with you. Uh, Mike was using your services to do uh, profile assessments for hiring. So today we're going to talk about emotional intelligence, but we're also going to talk about onboarding new hires. Both you've helped Service Star out with uh, for, it sounds like, over several decades. So super excited to have you on the team. Do you want to give us a little bit of a brief uh, intro as to profile strategies and, and what that um, company and organization does? Sure. And I apologize that you might hear a little bit of computer activity from me, but <laughs> it's uh, it's a busy day in the office. Uh, we, we actually service um, many different corporations uh, and have for decades uh, in the pre-employment uh, leadership training and emotional intelligence areas. Um, emotional intelligence, as you know, has really come along in the last five to 10 years uh, in terms of um, really trying to focus on developing that in our employees and particularly our leaders um, in, in organizations because it makes a huge difference in really the performance of an organization. And we know that in high-performing organizations, um, people feel significantly more engaged and cared for and valued and proud and motivated than in low-performing uh, organizations. And conversely, in low-performing organizations, people feel really significantly more fearful, stressed, and disempowered. And so we're uh, about, uh, in selection, bringing in the best possible employees uh, to be able to work with, You know, kind of having those good bones in terms of um, their ability to uh, fit into job roles, but then also being able to adapt and grow in their emotional intelligence as well. So trying to be able to serve organizations in the entire employee life cycle is really what Profile Strategies is about. And results are um, really incredible for organizations who have 
stuck with that and committed to uh, training their uh, people and uh, hiring uh, for a good job fit from the beginning and then really working with them. And as, as far as emotional intelligence goes, that is a topic that is so talked about that it's great because it's important that it's talked about. But the problem when you talk about something like emotional intelligence a lot is you'll get different viewpoints and perspectives as to what it is. You'll have people defining themselves as good at emotional intelligence. Um, have you found that some some of the people that say that they're really high uh, EQs uh, or some of the lower EQs and, and vice versa? How do you define emotional intelligence and how does somebody know if they have it or if they don't? Right. So, you know, Emotional intelligence is really about making intelligent responses to negative feelings or using specific skills to generate positive emotions in yourself and in others um, through doing things like being present and being empathetic and genuine um, and also building in yourself uh, re resilience um, and really trying to empower um, our, our behaviors and others as often as possible um, to be able to really uplift and um, create better communication and, and better behaviors uh, in the way that we service, again, our, our employees and our members uh, in the credit union. So um, it's, yes, I would answer your question as far as uh, sometimes people don't, aren't aware, they're not as self-aware about um, how they come across to others. And one of the really great things about the GenOS pro program, which is um, the program that we use uh, for providing this training and for, for providing feedback on your emotional intelligence, is that you're learning these competencies and skill sets, but you're getting a sense through the feedback process um, and the surveys and reports that we provide as to where you stand among your uh, peers, uh, perhaps, um, you know, a boss, if, if whoever you choose to give you feedback in the process, um, direct reports, um, just anyone in your life who has uh, regular contact with you and sees you in that business environment um, and how you're performing. It's really important to first kind of take inventory and figure out where you are and how people see you, because we can have a general sense of how we are performing, but Others may see it differently, and it's really important to see whether you're in sync with how you see your emotional intelligence and how others see it. So it sounds like EQ, harder to measure than IQ, whereas in IQ, I'm going to answer some questions and get a score. But EQ, it sounds like the, the, the emphasis is on what is somebody else's perception as to how I uh, react and respond to certain situations. Is that a fair statement? It is. It's really, you know, a survey system where you get multiple rater feedback and, but your own feedback is there as well. So you can actually see, you know, how self-aware am I? If everyone else sees me this way, but I'm seeing myself that way, why is it not matching up? And what can I do to change the perception that others might have of me? What do I need to understand about emotional intelligence to be able to raise it? And the other thing, you bring up a good point about IQ IQ is, um, it is a solid state measurement <laughs> and EQ and your emotional intelligence is something that you can have an impact and change and develop and grow. Um, and so I think that that's really, really important that when you get feedback 
on, um, an, on a survey of your emotional intelligence. That is a snapshot in time. And then we go about the process of really learning about how to be more emotionally aware of ourselves and others, how to be more authentic, um, how to be more empathetic, how to be more empowering, all of those things that are competencies within the system that are being measured, you want to learn how to improve those, right? And so, um, and it's very, very doable. Um, The development of emotional intelligence is um, absolutely uh, possible. And some people feel um, or don't know that, that that's the case. Yeah. So, so you were talking about attributes and skills, right? Some people have born in attributes. Uh, IQ might be in that category where you're either really good at learning quickly or you might struggle in that category. So you might have to add on additional skill sets to strengthen up your ability to learn quickly. But in, in emotional intelligence, this is more of a skill that's learned over time and you can you can actually influence that a lot more so uh, than you might think initially. What is the gap between what I perceive my EQ to be and the staff that I run uh, perceiving my EQ to be? How does that gap affect leadership? And why is emotional intelligence such an important topic for leaders to address? Well, so if leaders are looking to improve their organizational performance, they really need to do so by raising the level of emotional intelligence um, in the organization. And that really starts and is kind of led by, um, you know, your managers, leaders, uh, people who are really trying to influence performance um, on people. And so what we want to do is see as a small a gap as possible between um, the level of emotional intelligence that you think you're displaying and the level of emotional intelligence that others around you see. And so um, and of course, we want that gap to be narrow and we want the ratings to be high. And so, but there's really, um, in terms of leadership, um, there's really a direct link between the way people feel and the way that they perform at work. And when you think about um, bosses that you've had in the past, for example, um, you know, there are certain bosses that are, are highly uh, adept at you know, making people feel empowered and making people feel um, cared for, making people feel appreciated, those kinds of things that kind of like lift us all up. And when you're in a situation like that, you're really willing to go above and beyond in terms of your performance and how you show up every day at work, because that boss is really giving you the things that you need emotionally um, to want to perform um, in that role. And so, Conversely, if you have a boss that really makes you feel unappreciated or expresses a lot of negative or um, uh, you know short-tempered types of behavior that uh, may may might make you feel stressed or nervous or um, maybe question your competency, those kinds of things. When you show up with that feeling in the pit of your stomach at work, you're constantly in kind of defense mode and you're not really able to give your best because that leader is having a significant impact on how you show up. And so we really want to be able to educate people as to the importance of their impact on others and how that has a major impact on performance ultimately in the individuals and then in big picture uh, performance of the organization. 
And so we have something coming up specifically for leaders in credit unions or emerging leaders uh, that's going to address many of the things that we've just really scratched the surface on here on the podcast. We can't cover everything that you're going to train these special participants in in 15 minutes. But in the last couple, let's talk about the sessions. So we've got six sessions Uh, The introduction, uh, the aware leader, authentic leader, expansive leader, resilient leader, and empowering leader, all starting January 19th, limited to the first 26 participants. You want to just spend a couple minutes talking about the upcoming training that we have available uh, in our events page for Surface Star Consulting? Absolutely, sure. So um, it's really great because we start off the first session getting to know the competencies within the Genos model and what we'll be working on. And then essentially uh, each of those following sessions is really kind of digging into each one of those competencies at a deeper level. But after we're done with the introduction, um, the reason this this offer is really exciting, you're getting all this training, but it also includes um, that survey that I was talking about. Uh, You can get Uh, at the end of the session, you can get the opportunity to send a survey to uh, multiple people in your organization and get some feedback that we dig into in session two uh, with a nice uh, digital report, um, opportunity to make an action plan, things that you want to work on. Um, There's a lot of good stuff in that report that comes out of the first session. What's great about it is then we go and we work through the other six sessions and, or the other five, excuse me, it's a total of six. And at the end of those sessions, um, and you don't have to do it within the first couple of months, you can wait within six months, you can take a second assessment free of charge. It's all included in the, in the process to see where you've improved. Um, So you actually can see this in action and how you're doing. So I can measure my emotional intelligence. I can go to your interactive sessions and learn how to improve it. And then I can measure it again and actually see the litmus test that this is actually working. I actually got the privilege and the pleasure to sit in on one of these trainings that we did for a client that we actually had a credit union specific uh, emotional intelligence session. This one's nationwide. Uh, what are some of the benefits that you see in having multiple credit unions join uh, from around the nation uh, and 26 at that? So we got 26 participants that can sign up for this thing on January 19th. Uh, how, does it, how does it look when you got multiple people from multiple credit unions joining in and collaborating on emotional intelligence? Sure. It's, uh, it's actually a great opportunity. Um, we get to network uh, within, you know, this is credit union specific. So um, there's an opportunity for networking and learning about things that are happening in other organizations. Um, you get perspective on where you are and where your organization is and their level of emotional intelligence and, and you know, where improvement is needed. And you get to see uh, again, perspective uh, of how that compares to what's happening uh, with your peers and other, you know, like organizations and, and uh, you know, going through similar things. A lot of the um, activities are, they're, they're very heavily involved in exchanging ideas and making suggestions and talking about um, these issues. And so being able to get uh, feedback from others or uh, the thoughts of others in that process is really beneficial as well. Again, everybody's speaking kind of the same language in terms of the industry that we're all in and, um, you know, talking about 
uh, similar challenges uh, that, that everyone may be going through. So it, it's a great opportunity. You know, this is self-work that's going on, but to be able to do it in an environment that um, other people, again, there's kind of familiar and, and same language and, and understanding of, of similar challenges is really beneficial. Yeah, knowing that I'm not the only one that has the same kind of problems and that it's everyone's kind of working through same same uh, problems that I have uh, helps solidify the reason to get help, right? And so that's that's really the importance of, of being a leader is understanding that, hey, sometimes we need to be transparent and know uh, where we need help. And emotional intelligence is something everyone can use. I actually uh, took a, a lot away and my eyes, was, my eyes were opened uh, a lot through the sessions, but I'll leave that for our individual listeners to uh, to hear themselves in the session coming up January 19th. You can go to our website, servicestarconsulting.com forward slash events and pre-register. You don't have to pay until later, um, but we're only going to take the first 26 participants. So it's already starting to fill up. Make sure you get your name in that. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us today, Lisa. Uh, any parting comments on emotional intelligence? Well, I would just say we, um, it's something that's highly valuable. Uh, we need it particularly in leadership roles to uplift those that are working uh, for and with us. Um, it's to the benefit of you individually in your work relationships and your personal relationships. Um, and I think that it's something that we are, you know, as a, a society, particularly in these challenging times, that we're beginning to recognize that bringing emotional intelligence uh, to the table and talking about it and lifting our own emotional intelligence is highly, highly important in terms of how we interact with others today. And so um, everyone should be working on this uh, in this area. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Scott.